Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 193 of Lesbians You Write. This week's topic is Go Your Own Way. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the woman who always goes her own way, but she's not quite sure of a left and right, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How are you today? I was wondering if you were referring to my um, problems with directions and always getting lost no matter where I am. Um, I can be referring to whatever you want me to be referring yeah. to. I'm kind of famous for it with people who know me really well. Like, I can explore a neighborhood I have walked a hundred times and still managed to get completely lost. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, TB shouldn't go her own way. She should listen to my advice, but that's not what we're saying to you today. Before we get started, actually, we should say uh, we apologize for um, being a week late getting here, uh, but we are here, but we both had um, health uh, illness issues last week, so we just couldn't make it. It happens. TB's still a bit croaky, but she's here because she's a trooper. Still battling this um, cold or whatever it is. Uh, it's, it hasn't been fun, but um, that seems to be the trend for January 2024 is battles. Yes. It has nothing but a lot of battles. Um, first up, the first battle, <laughs> Say Cheese, my co-write with uh, Miranda McLeod, is published. Okay, but, I'm, I'm waiting for the but. <laughs> but, but. Um, it was a battle with Amazon because for some baffling reason, Amazon decided to list us as, uh, uh, not us, uh, say cheese as historical fiction. Uh -huh. Let me reassure you, it is a contemporary romance. Right. It is not historical fiction. Uh -huh. It wouldn't have been so bad except for the fact that we had the orange banner saying number one in historical fiction. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> Maybe you've picked up some new fans. I don't recommend trying to get an orange banner in some random category your book does not fit because it is going to disappoint people or people who are not looking for historical fiction they won't pick up your book so um this launch has not gone well i emailed them right away and i was like uh what are you doing it's not historical fiction and of course i was communicating with a bot and the bot like doubled down and was like it absolutely is historical fiction we are not wrong about this you are wrong and i'm like what do I know? I only wrote the book. It took about five days, four or five days, to get historical fiction tag off of our book. Mm -hmm. We still have no idea why it was there. You know, they gave you that reason, like, because, you know, Amazon, when you put it in categories, they're like, you only get to choose three categories, but there's a long string, and they're like, and historical fiction is absolutely in your string. And I'm like, unless you know something we don't know that we're all going to be annihilated, this is not historical fiction. So um, that was fun. So that's one of the battles I recently had with Amazon. Ready for battle number two with Amazon? Well, yeah, I should just say that I was only joking when I said, yay, you might have picked up some new readers. Yes, it's not good to be put in a in the wrong category. But um, yeah, I, I've never had that happen to me. Uh, touch wood, but I feel your pain. Anyway, battle number two. Yeah, so I am partaking in a uh, sale with other queer authors this coming Friday by the time this episode goes out. I apologize, the sale will no longer be going on, but you still get to hear about my battle with uh, 
Amazon. So I dropped it uh, price of Heart of Ice to 99 cents. The book's been out since 2020. I didn't think dropping the price to 99 cents was going to cause me that many issues. It did. <laughs> it would not go through. The price would not go through. Usually, you know, like, I run a lot of sales, and I always warn authors, you know, it could take up to the full 72 hours. So drop in time. I did drop the book in plenty of time. I dropped it the th- more than seven days out. But, um, yeah, it took forever. I finally, I tried again chatting with the bot, and the bot was like, oh, no, we're still just, you know, it's, it's fine. There's no reason to worry. It will drop in time, blah, 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 blah. Um, it didn't. So then I had to call Amazon and deal with someone on the phone who was much more helpful than the bot, by the way. Yeah, so finally that price did drop, so that was that battle with so I had two battles with Amazon um I had a battle about the podcast in December I got an email from Bluehost which is our website hoster saying that they were going to charge me for a five-year renewal which was a lot more money than I wanted to spend at one time so I got into a chat box seeing a trend (laughs) got into a chat box and explained to the person on the other side that um I only wanted to do the one-year renewal I didn't want to pay for five years blah 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 um thought it was all resolved the renewal wasn't supposed to go through until february but for some reason mid-january they decided to go ahead and charge me for the five years so the money came out of my account i opened my account and i'm like what the fuck um got into another chat box because <laughs> you can't talk to anybody anymore you just can't talk to anybody anymore it's so freaking frustrating so, um, and I was like, what, what's the deal? And they're like, oh, we had a system change and it malfunctioned. And I'm like, so you charged everyone a month ahead and for the wrong amounts? There was a lot of back and forth. I insisted that they give me the transcript for not only that chat, but the previous chat so I could have records. Um, I had to go back and forth with them several times to get the transcripts, but I did. The money was refunded 10 days later, naturally, because like they're really quick about taking money out of your account, but not about putting it back in. So that was battle number three. So it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I hate this year. <laughs> it's a good start. Happy January. I was hoping there might be a rap battle in there, but uh, no, you haven't had a rap battle as well. Are you saying rap with a P or rap with a T? Uh, I think you just cursed me. I think that's my next battle. I don't want you to. I don't want you to have a Pied Piper rap battle situation. No, I want you to have an RAP battle. Um. Uh, no, I, I'm not very good at, like, poetry and everything or thinking quick on my feet, so I think I'd be terrible. But people might find it really funny because I'm really high on cold medicine, so I might come up with some interesting lyrics. Yeah, you might. So, in good news, I do have some good news. Go on, then. Go on, then. Good news. Um, Spread the love. The good, one of the good news is Say Cheese is published. It Hooray. is doing well now after uh, a really long launch. <laughs> so that that um, that is going well. Rin and I have started a new book. It's a steamy toaster oven age gap with a nanny. So that's that's been fun to write. So um, we just got through the first act of the story. So uh, so that's coming along. Mm-hmm. Um, I Heart Sapphic 
uh, I know we still have, we're recording this on January 30th, so we still have a couple more days of January, but I can already report that IHS has already had the best month ever. So that has been an exciting start to the year. Sapphic authors, if you are listening, we are hosting a Valentine's, anti-Valentine sale, February 13th through the 15th. So there will be two pages to the sale. There will be one for the Valentine's people, the people who love love, and then the people who hate love this time of year because it's kind of forced down your throats. <laughs> so there will be, you know, there'll be something for everybody. So if you want, if you want a love story, sure. If you want like a serial killer, hey, come on over. We got you covered. Mm. So yeah, so if you want to submit your books for that, the uh, submission deadline is February 10th. I'll drop the uh, submission form link into the show notes. If I remember, please remember that I am high on cold medicine, so I can't follow through on all my promises right now. And then, of course, my fourth battle this year so far, 2024, is this cold. It's been a huge pain in the butt. I feel like complete and total shit. I sound like shit, and I have a full plate of work, so... um, if I could rate 2024 so far, I would give it one star. But if I could, I would give it zero. All right. Wow. Strong words. But you have. But you are hitting your goals, right? You've uh, you've you've released your first book uh, of you know who knows however many. So um, well done you for getting through all that. Yes. It. But it. I mean, it, it just goes to show that you really do have to persevere in this career because like. A, a, a bot from Amazon can just decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fuck everything up on my side, and then I'm going to tell you that you are crazy for thinking I'm wrong. So that's what's going on over here on this side of the uh, pond. How about you? Uh, well, I would say as well, and that is a top tip uh, that TB just said about talking to someone at Amazon, because I know so many people try and do... Um, the bots or the the emails and that is always a good first point but I always double up and I always call them and they always call back and if you're lucky you might get someone rubbish but quite often they're quite helpful on the phone so um, always a good tip to try and call them as well Uh, and they do call back quickly anyway beyond that over here I have had uh, London Romance book nine London Ever After it's back from the editor I'd made all the corrections it wasn't too bad like not not anything major T- still took you know going through it still took me like sort of uh, three or four days but now uh, I'm just today about to send it off to my two first readers so that's exciting um, and yeah it's uh, it's oh, well we're on to the we're on to the, f- fin- the final road TB of a launch which I have completely forgotten how to do I did launch um, another Italian translation this month in January well, last month by the time this comes out and um, do you know what I had kind of forgotten what to do <laughs> so I was just like holy shit what, how do I how do I launch a book what do I have to do and you know since I launched my last one Amazon have actually changed all their categoryness as well so that was the first time I dealt with the new categories when I was doing the um, Italian one but the good news for that is that when I first launched my first Italian book which was like uh, two or three years ago there was no um, LGBT Q plus categories at all now there are so that's a bit easier on the Italian side uh, I am about to um, navigate the um, you know the English language British side so we'll see we'll see how that goes uh, but obviously I'm not just releasing this on Amazon I'm releasing it across all platforms because the London Romance series is has never been in Kindle Unlimited, so I'm not changing that now. So that's going to be launch wide. 
so yeah um, I've got to set a, a launch date uh, I'm going to be doing that later and um, getting in touch with my art team so exciting times exciting times getting back into the launch swing yes and I recommend choosing the most bizarre categories on the Amazon yeah they're just going to change them yeah <laughs> Maybe I'll get into DIY and hardware or something like that. I don't know. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Mm. Home repair. Yeah. Uh, what other themes are in your book? I swear, like, they chose historical because there's an old Vinch's uh, red Ford truck on her. I think it's Ford, but I'm not 100% positive about that. And the, and they saw the cover and like, oh, this must be historical. I'm like, no, she refurbished the car. <laughs> Let's see. Her fingers crossed it goes without a hitch. Um, also, what I've been doing is I've been um, recovering the London Romance series. I think I did mention this last time around. So I've got all those covers back now in print and uh, ebook. And uh, actually, I need all the audio books as well. I must m message my uh, designer and say, I need all the audio books too. Uh, and so that's um, good news. And um, I've also rewritten all the blurbs, as you suggested, because I, you know, I suggested that I wanted to do rewrite all my blurbs and you said well now is a good time to do it for the London Romance series good advice I took your advice and I rewrote them yeah so it's all going to be quite a lot of changing and I'm going to have to do all the covers and on all the platforms so it's going to I'm going to have to clear everything off my desk just to do, focus on that because it's really easy to fuck that up so it's still reinforcing you can only make three changes per day now on your KDP oh are they they were doing that. They started it in the summer, I think. We're like, and they they're including. It's not per book. It's per format. I don't know if they're still enforcing this. I don't know if it was just a random thing the bots decided to do in the summer that threw us all for a loop. If you updated your ebook in paperback for one book, that is two changes. Right. Okay. And they they were only allowing three per day. Okay. Well, maybe that's uh, maybe that's something I'll have to come up against but you know if I have to do one a day I have to do one a day it's all right no biggie so the other thing that happened um, now I know I said that I would keep you updated on this so you remember when Spotify uh, uh, Find Away Voices bought Spotify and then all, all the audiobooks in Find Away Voices were then available on Spotify so and none of us were very sure how this was going to work was this going to be a good deal for authors so um, Spotify only pays quarterly and Spotify uh, the first payment was this month, January. Um, so we got our first Spotify payment via Findaway. And I can tell you that thus far, I don't know if it's a introductory thing, but it's been a good thing for authors. So if people were, if, if you're an author and you're thinking, do I go wide? Um, you know, the first payment was encouraging. I, I would say that it's been brilliant, a brilliant deal so far uh, for authors, but also for me on the other end. So it's a great deal for a uh, readers, listeners, and it's also been a good deal for authors so far. So we'll see how that goes. I'll keep an eye on it. I'll keep reporting back. Um, but you know, uh, me as a uh, ebook listener, I, I listen now. I use up my monthly credits. Even one month, I was listening to the audio of a Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus, I think, uh, which was absolutely fantastic. But I, I ran out of minutes for my free minutes, so I bought a ten pound top up. So it works for Spotify <laughs> in that. But I'm sure, you know, the authors as well or the publishers of that uh, book then get um, a, a little bit more as well. So that's good news, you know, because it's good. You know, there's there's a lot of doom and gloom about payments going down. But th th I wasn't expecting as much as I got via Find Away Voices and Spotify. 
Yeah, I've been hearing from other authors that they're uh, pleasantly surprised by what they're getting. Um, in other Spotify news, I was listening to an audiobook last week on Spotify. Since I was sick, I kept falling asleep. So I'm like, if I re-listen to the parts I fell asleep through, is it more hours? <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> so I'm just like, so I haven't been rewinding. I've just been trying to like, okay, I think I know what's going on now. <laughs> I've just been drifting in and out of uh, semi-consciousness for about seven days now. It's been oh, fun. Good. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. Um, and I, I must say, on the last uh, episode, I was editing the podcast on the train down to Whitstable, um, and I thought I had my headphones Bluetoothed to my laptop, but I didn't, and I had the volume up quite high. Um, so uh, I thought it, I was all plugged in. Um, I wasn't, and so the entire carriage got blasted really loud with my voice going, hello and welcome to episode 192 of Lesbians Who Write. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I could hear it really loudly. I thought it was in my headphones, it was that loud. And then I realised when somebody turned around to look at me that no, they weren't actually plugged in. It was it was actually booming out of my laptop. So it, that did really make me laugh um, on the train down to Whitstable. So did you get us any new listeners, I guess? Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Especially, you know, if it had been this one, maybe I'd have got some more historical fiction readers. Who knows? go yeah because St. Cheese has definitely got historical all over it. <laughs> it's that red van. Um, yeah and I went when I went down to Whitstable I was planning to do uh, a course I bought on how to sell direct like you know sort of the Shopify-ness and all of that but it was um, I think it overwhelmed me too much and it made me want to cry so um, I am kind of come back into it <laughs> but it was a bit uh, overwhelming I'm gonna break it down do it step by step that's how you have to do it I mean it is a big job so um yeah but I will report back when I when I when I get onto that in other fun news uh, I have been going to a lot of football uh, as per normal so um, we my wife and I had a whole day of football two weeks ago we went to see Charlton uh, Athletic who are in the championship the women versus Blackburn Rovers Charlton won up the addicts and then we went to see Spurs West Ham in the WSL and uh, Spurs won 4-3 it was a balmy game uh, and then we went again on Sunday and Spurs lost 2-0 you know you can't win them all you saw the men I mean the women and then the men no it was um no this is all women Spurs okay. did Spurs did lose uh, 1-0 to Man City, Spurs men. And then on the Friday and then the Sunday, Spurs women lost 2-0 to Man City. So just generally, it was a weekend of losing to Man City. That's probably not isolated just to the Spurs. I no. think a lot of teams lose to them. Yes. <laughs> oh, and this week I'm off to see my first gig of the year, which is a blast from the past. Um, a band I loved when I was a teenager, so I'm going to see them again. Uh, they're called Hue and Cry. Uh, did they make it to the US? Probably, I would imagine they didn't. But I'm going to see them at the Holborn uh, Jazz Club this week, so that'll be nice. Um, they're sort of very piano-led. They're going to be, I, I imagine they're going to do all their hits stripped back, but they were always very a bit jazzy, lots of sax and piano on their stuff. And you said this is in the Holborn area? Mm-hmm. I like Holborn. It's kind of got a, a, a funky feel to it. Mm. For those of you who don't know, Holborn has, uh, they, they tried to rename it Midtown, like in trying to turn London into um, Manhattan, but uh, I don't know if it ever caught on because that's when I used to work in Hoban, so that's about 15 years ago. And there used to be orange banners everywhere saying, You are now in Midtown, and everyone was like, No, we're not. I, I didn't, I, I had no idea about that. I just know I would go over there sometimes, and they had a lot of cool um, bars and, and everything that was a bit trendy 
yes it's a nice area anyway let's move on to comments uh what you got all right so we have a a, a flash uh back because i don't know if you remember last time um i forgot to check the comments on the website before we recorded the first episode of 2024 which by the way in case anyone has forgotten is the worst year ever so far so we had a comment from kathy a we love kathy a we do and Kathy says, Merry Christmas to you both. Take some time off to enjoy it. This podcast helps so many. Well done to you both. Happy New Year from Kathy A. So we appreciate the comment, Kathy. We hope you had a lovely holiday season and Happy New Year to you. I'm sorry I'm late. Before I move on to coffee, do you have comments on your side? Now, I've got a big fat none under my comment section, and I'm pretty sure that I haven't missed any. All right, then. Let me uh, move on to coffee. Uh, Desi bought his coffee saying, so sad. I just started listening to this podcast. I'm more of a reader than a listener, so I don't do podcasts all that often, but TV absolutely cracks me up on Patreon and the newsletter, so I thought I might give this a try. Well, I gotta say, y'all together are even funnier, and you two balance each other out so well with different personalities. It's amazing, and other than that, it's informative as well. How nice. Gotta catch up on uh, all the episodes. Wish me luck. So... Also, Desi wrote, love all the way from the Netherlands. P.S. Give Sam some scratches from me, so he's so handsome. Our Desi is referring to my new cat, Sam, who is very handsome, but Claire has yet to see Sam because Sam is always sleeping while we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> Gray used to pop up here like, and sit next to me right by the microphone and stare very intimidatingly at uh, Claire, but Sam's a bit more chill. Yes, no, yeah, no, no intimidating stares from Sam. No. Yet. No, he's actually a really friendly, friendly cat. But a lot of people do get intimidated by him because he's massive. That is all for comments in coffee. Yes, thank you, Desi. Oh, and I did just think, actually, I do have one comment. It's from Charlie G. Writes on uh, Instagram. And uh, they said, need more lesbians who write. Here we are, giving you more. Um, she says, they say, I'm finally caught up on my daily dose and I'm lost without my daily dose of lesbians. Have a great day. Look, here's another dose for you. We're, we're always here for, for you. Daily dose of us. That's a lot. Yeah. I think Even I don't like being around me that much. <laughs> I think they were listening to like uh, an episode a day. So, um, and they're finally caught up on all 192. Well done. Right. We're going to move on uh, to the topic of the day, which is go your own way. Now, I know we've said this before, but it might it kind of made me think about it a lot more recently um, and I think it just needs to be reiterated Uh, and it came to me because over the festive period I went to a writing event um, and I met another writer who told me she was having issues with Facebook ads. Now she writes in a different genre to me, she's at a different stage in her career to me, she outlined her issues to me I told her, she asked me about my experience with Facebook ads. Now, I think, as I said on this podcast, um, I've got them to work a bit over the last sort of four months of the year. So I told her that and I said, you know, and she asked me what I'd done. So I told her and she said she was going to try it too. And I didn't think much more about it. And then she messaged me the week after asking and, and she sent me her results and she's asked me if they were okay okay and she said i'm not getting the results you were getting what am i doing wrong and then i looked at her back catalog and her books they were good but she only had three of them it really brought it home to me again 
the penny truly dropped for me <laughs> about not taking um, what other people have done and trying to replicate it because their journey is very different to you. And I know I've said this for years and I've agreed with you when you've said it on these podcasts as well, but this really, really brought it home for me. And I thought, oh God, you know, I wish, and I, I you know, I emailed her back and I had a chat with her, but I, I advised her to, you know, just concentrate on writing the next book, you know, and, and because she's only got three books because we were never gonna get the same results, right? Uh, if I'm doing Facebook ads and I've got 24, 23, 24, I can't remember, books and she's doing Facebook ads and she's got three books but we're in a different genre and everything about what we're doing is different. I've been writing for a decade, I've got a lot more experience so when I put my Facebook ads out, if people see them and they buy one of my books and they like it then they've got a huge back catalogue to choose from. So my, there's no doubt in my mind that my Facebook ads that I've been doing towards the end of last year have caused the uptick in sales I've seen, not only from the books I've advertised, but the books that people then went on to read, right? It makes sense, um, and across all formats. But if you've only got two or three books, readers might read those, they might love them, but they haven't got nowhere else to go. So your profitability by the, by the just simple maths is not gonna be the same as mine. And your circumstance will be different to mine. I've got people uh, some people, not not loads, but some people waiting for my next book. I've got a mailing list, I've got a podcast, I've got a back catalogue. Um, and you might have two or three books and you haven't got that big a mailing list, you haven't got a podcast. So it just means you're at a different stage of your journey. Your readers are not my readers. Your Facebook ads are not my Facebook ads. So you can take all the advice you want, and this cuts across every realm of publishing, and you can buy all the courses you want, but they might not work for you you have to try things, see if they work, and then tentatively try to replicate that success and track it and try to understand the reasons. You know, this was just a casual conversation, but I felt bad. <laughs> I felt really bad afterwards for giving, well, what was really for her duff advice, but it's not my fault. I was just trying to be helpful, but it, it wasn't helpful for her. And I want to be, I don't want to cause other people to doubt themselves. I want to bring, be the bringer of positivity. But I think I will think twice about offering advice in the future. Like you, it, there's so many factors, aren't there, that can influence somebody's results. I mean, having said all that, I will say before you give me your response, but uh, I, I thought all that and I think I was talking about it to somebody else and then somebody else asked me for some advice the following week and then I just gave them it and I forgot. It's really hard. It's really hard to remember that the thing that worked for you might not work for other people and it probably won't. And it's also the reason why we always say, get to know people who are authors who are on the same stage of the journey as you. And it's not just because social reasons or the networking reasons, but it's because what they do actually might work the same for you because your circumstances are more similar. You know, I think it's why uh, when TB and I met, we were on a similar stage in our journey. And so like uh, the when we teamed up together, it worked, but it might not have worked for if we'd have teamed up with different people. So there's so many, there's so many um, factors that can influence your results but don't just blindly follow someone else because you're not the same as them yeah i would have to agree with that um i'm the kind of person i love advice i love reading advice type books i love reading business type books i watch a lot of documentaries not just from about writers or anything but from all um, people from all different backgrounds i like to learn how they succeeded but I also am very cautious about how I follow advice. 
I'm always very wary of people, and you get this a lot in the indie writing sphere. Like, you sign up for these courses and such, and a lot of it is, like, it's do it my way and you'll succeed and stuff like that. And whenever I hear someone say that, I bounce out right away because this is not something you can't put everything in one box and and think, okay, I've done, I've ticked every single box this person told me to, and now I'm going to be a millionaire. It is just, it never works that way for writing. It never works that way. I don't think in any business because there are so many different extenuating circumstances, just like Claire's example, um, showcase where if you're pouring money into Facebook ads and then the readers only have three books to go to, yeah, it's going to take a lot more to earn back the money because there's less opportunity for money on the table. So I always, I again, I like advice. I like to study different business models. I like to study um, different trajectories of people's careers, but I also like to cobble pieces together that work for me because there's only one me here and so there's only one voice that can reach the readers um, and you have to learn to you can choose what's going to work for you and that's just a trial and error I mean there's no like I can go back to my early days of sending out newsletters and it just makes me cringe stuff like that so you just have to learn as you go. I'm not, I'm not saying don't listen to other people or don't, like, if something does work for someone, yeah, you can try it. But if it doesn't work for you, don't beat yourself up. Um, figure out why it didn't work for you and kind of adjust it to make it work for you or ditch it. But, like, just because someone says you absolutely have to do this, again, don't listen to those people. Um, they just want your money. They don't care about your results. This is a hard business. You're, you're selling people dreams and not everyone wants that certain dream. So you can't just like keep shouting the same thing over and over. You have to tailor your message. You have to tailor the way you handle your marketing, your writing, your business to yourself. You have to be true to yourself. And I think the more you're true to yourself, the more genuine you seem. And then that will build the connection. You have to be genuine. Yeah, and I think this is a message, um, you know, sort of picking and choosing bits of advice and and being very self-aware about what's going to work for you and what, and what might not. Um, I think you've been very smart about that, probably smarter than I have in the past. Uh, and I think you, you're the one who's been banging this drum for longer than me. And I think, again, it's one of those things that I've just nodded along going, yeah, 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 that sounds... That sounds um, smart <laughs> but I feel I feel like now I really <laughs> and I, I have started to understand it more over the years but like uh, I don't, I've never had such a clang of uh, reality when this happened I was just like oh god I feel I'll feel terrible so many courses pop up and everyone's like this worked for me and this is how I did it and it can work for you too well no it's probably not going to work for you because you your circumstances are not the same as theirs and they never will be so yeah it is more of a picking and choosing what what might work and do what feels right for you exactly as as tb said and i think you know for instance at the moment there's a lot of um as we as we said there's a lot of talk about direct sales and so a lot of people are going to start selling from books from their website and i'm going to be one of those but also i can i've seen there's a real trend now as well where people start selling merchandise so like i'm seeing a lot more candles branded book candles uh, branded book socks 
branded book boxes like book book boxes that you actually have to physically pack and mail just I don't think I'm going to be doing that I mean you know famous last words maybe I might but you know those kind of things like my immediate gut reaction is oh god no I don't want to do that <laughs> um, whereas you know I think a lot of people are saying this is the way to go and then a lot of people will say okay I'm going to do that and then they might get 200 300 500 pounds worth of branded book candles and then they'll never sell them you know it's just it, it it's just picking and choosing the things and don't get sucked down one one avenue just because it worked for someone else and also don't be afraid to try things but be very cognizant of what you're trying be um be cognizant of what the budget will be for that how much time is going to be um the book boxes are popular but like do you honestly have the time to do it i don't you have to know how many spoons you have to give because you can't do everything. As much as you want to do everything, you, you can't. And so, I mean, that's something I'm focusing on in on this year. I'm trying to put my energies on the things I know that work and kind of cut away the stuff that doesn't. Yeah. So you have to save your sanity. I think that's important. Listen to advice, study people's careers, Use it as inspiration, but don't use it as a blueprint for success. Yes. So you're so wise on this topic. I knew you would be. So listen to TB, everyone. All, all what she said. So wise. Well, now everyone's going to be like, but you just told us not to. Yeah, she don't listen to her advice. It probably works for her and not for you. <laughs> it's such a conundrum. This is why I'm always like, but that doesn't make sense. But then it kind of does make sense. But it's really difficult to know which bits. And I think, you know what? It only comes with experience. And that, uh, That's true. The, the further you get along and the more things you do try, you, you do get a sense for things. You, yeah. you can, your gut will start telling you like, oh, no, don't don't invest time in that. Um, stuff like that but also don't close doors either just because it sounds hard or anything because you never know because when I first started uh, indie publishing you know what it, that sounded like hard <laughs> but here I am and I have a career so um, you just have to know yourself know your audience know um, your stories and know how to sell it yeah and I know that it's extremely easy to say and extremely hard to implement and it's taking me more than 10 years and I'm still learning how to do it. So it's not something where you just get a light bulb moment and everything falls into place. You're constantly changing, constantly adapting and constantly pivoting. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I really like branded book candles. I think they're a great idea. It's just, do I wanna be posting them out? No, that's the thing that stops me, but I, I think they're a good idea. Oh, they are, and like I buy uh, book stuff all the time, book merchandise. I have many T-shirts with books on it. Like I have um, pens and stuff with books, and I I do buy merchandise, uh, especially about books. But um, as of now, I don't have the bandwidth. Will I in five years? I don't know. I mean, will we be here in five years? Because this is the worst year ever. I don't know. So do let us know what you think about this. Uh, you can comment on the website, lesbianswhowrite.com. You can email us, lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. You can Facebook us. You can Twitter us at lesbianswhowrite. And you can uh, Instagram me at clairefic. And do join us next time when I think we're going to be talking about, I've just made a decision, newsletters. That, that leads me into my announcement about newsletters. Um, we have made a change to the Lesbians Who Write newsletter with all of the new regulations that are going into place on February 1. We are getting rid of our old newsletter uh, way to get a hold of you. 
Uh, I didn't want to have to pay more money to get authenticated. There's only so much I can do. I only have so many spoons. So um, I have sent out a newsletter to you to give you ways to how to hear about it. We'll be putting the announcements in the um, iHeart Sapphic newsletters and such, and Claire and puts it in her newsletter. And also your podcast app will keep you up to date as well. Do follow us because that helps. Then you'll get uh, notified every time there's a new episode. And uh, there will be one every two weeks from now. All right, then. Um, until next time, take care. Keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.